Welcome to the playroom. Welcome to the playroom, everybody. I'm your host, Flav Beats. You know how it's going down. Everybody's going live. So feels good to be back on this podcast. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you guys ready? Oh, it's the same one. Oh, this is about to be a lit podcast episode. Hmm. <laughs> uh, man, man, man. It's about to be lit, guys. Hope you guys are going to enjoy this. Take this all in. You know what I'm saying? So... It's about to be really, 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 really deep. So, okay. So Now we're recording. Now we're live. Now we're in action. And um you know, it's lit. We're about to have an amazing podcast show tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the playroom. It's about to get lit tonight. And we out here. So Everybody will please welcome V Star. What's good? What's good? What's goody? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> on your telephone right now, on your speakers, we are live. We're in the playroom. It's like 9 p.m. So it's about to be a very lit night. Mm hmm. Yes, How have you been? Yes. How have you been? How how have you been? What's goody, Fave? What's goody? Tell me, how how you feeling tonight? I'm good. I can't see your video. Yeah, I'm kind of in a dark spot right now. My bad. (laughs) It's okay. So, Um, I got a surprise for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, um, I think... You can you can say hello in five, four, three, two, one. I think she's connected now. Hello. Oh my god! No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah, that's what no. I'm talking about. Come on, let's let's hear you. What you doing? <laughs> you guys don't even know who's in the room. Shout out. <laughs> Welcome. Looking beautiful as ever. Thanks, girl. What's going on with you guys? We good. We out here. Welcome to the playroom, Dia. Thanks for having me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving your room. 
Oh my gosh, I'm literally dumbfounded. <laughs> I know, it's like a small world, right? I was not expecting that, but I am so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know how long it's taken us to do this? Oh my gosh, the struggle is real, yo. Yeah, it's been right? real. It's been but real. timing is everything. Everything happens in its own cool timing. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, welcome to the playroom, guys. This is where we chill. You know, this is like the first podcast um, late night with Vanya. So it's good that, you know, you're in here too. And um, there's a lot of good stuff happening. A lot of, you know, September fun. You know, it's been a great month. And um, this is catch-up time. So I really want people to listen closely to both of you because I'm sure there's a lot of stories that I want to be able to you know hear um just based on how you guys even met to start with because I got to meet you through Vanya (laughs) so you know what I'm saying so Uh, I gotta like really where's the puzzle it's like a real flashback though no for real (laughs) um how long ago probably about i would say like almost 14 15, yeah mm-hmm. right? almost 14 years yeah. what yep yeah we met we were both like signing an agency and i don't even know i think i might have met your sister first yeah i think you guys were in a modeling class together and then I think we ended up crossing paths um, in one of the vocal um, coaching sessions, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Had a couple sessions, a couple writings, <laughs> all these things. Oh my gosh, for That's real though. Wow. We're like little teeny boppers. Okay. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I think you were what, like maybe 16? You guys just threw me back to like 3LW. You know, back in the day. <laughs> For real, man. Oh my gosh. Damn. Yeah, that was so crazy. And then, um, I gotta say, I remember when we, um, when we went to iPop. <laughs> oh my gosh. In LA. Um, that was amazing, man. Just such a good experience to, you know, put ourselves out there. And, um, I think you were there for acting, singing, modeling, and were you also there for dancing too? I was, I was really like trying to do it all. And it was insane because I don't even know how my mom let me because it was so many (laughs) categories. Like I remember... Like, I think, I think everyone else kind of got to enjoy that convention way more than I did because it was like, I didn't even get a minute to enjoy everything I did. I was literally like being pulled from dance to acting and then going from acting (laughs) to like vocals and then going from vocals and they're like, oh, you need to go get in your heels and everything and then walk. And I'm like, I need a minute to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) I need a second to enjoy that. I just did that dance choreography that I worked hard on like I didn't even get a second to absorb it so it was so crazy but I'm definitely grateful for like the chaos and then just even being in LA like you said it was you me it was a lot of us it was like a whole group 
And oh, I remember yeah. because of that LA trip, I was like, I'm coming back. There was like a mall that was halfway outside. It was like, I have to go back. So I went back. <laughs> but that trip definitely, definitely helped that, like push my career a little bit more, or at least my intensity in my career. So that's what's yes, up. Yes, yes. That was such a good experience. Also, um, you know, I can never forget. I'm so mad we didn't keep the track or the lyrics, but the whole, this is for my haters. Mm. Can't see while y'all was talking. Yo, Vanya, I remember it though. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, my we had bangers back then, Faith. Like we really did, and but you know we were young, and you know we yeah. were working with people who were basically just taking advantage of the fact that we were young and didn't know much about the business and stuff. Um, That's which, crazy. Whew, years later, now we do. looking back at that experience it was like definitely the more dark side of the industry and like you know all the things that are on the warning label of the industry but I'm kind of glad it happened then and not now for real being able to like I guess have our parents at that age also as like a cushion was really helpful versus like you know, getting scammed at this day in age or at this stage in the game or like anything like that. So it is kind of just like an eye-opening experience that I'm happy oh, yeah. to happen then. Cause I, like I definitely dodged a couple bullets cause of that like skepticism. <laughs> so it helps, you know? Thanks. That's big because now you also take me back to when like I also started doing groups back then. If you ask anybody in high school, my college, they will tell you Favor was always on the stage, either drumming, recording, producing, featuring something. And then it was like something that was a fire desire. And I was like, let me manage a band, man. I want to be like young money. You know, (laughs) I want to have a team, you know, so that was the thrill and i remember back in 09 2010 when drake dropped thank me later that was when i was like you know what at this point if anybody can do it (laughs) anybody can do it so i was looking at all these people and on my end i was building my team i it was working but of course like you said thank god for those things that happened then because if it happened now you can't come back from it (laughs) you know so different ball game now exactly so now if you're an OG and you've done all that research and you're like, okay, you can sign a contract if you don't know what it is. You know, some people did and their careers and, you know, there's a list is long. So it's, it's just, we should be grateful and thankful that we were able to see other people and ourselves go through it, but go through it and still make it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's for real. Cause I don't know. I at you know at fifteen, it's like it's not that big of a hit um, to you, you know, because it's like, well, you know, I'm still in school and I'm doing other stuff and blah blah blah, you know. But it's like, you know, I'm thinking about like even now, like if I were to really invest like in a whole project at 28 years old, and then basically somebody just ran me for my money and my time and my talent, like damn that shit would hurt like shit would hurt bad um 
you know, so I'm I'm definitely glad for those experiences because that definitely wasn't the only time um, that it happened. I remember working with several people up north. Um, you know, I mean, I know you remember um, the you know my dad like pushing me to go to all these places and talking to all these different producers in New York and stuff. And it's like a lot of them, you know, if my dad wasn't willing to really pay up, then they were just gonna use whatever lyrics they could get out of me. Um, so, you know, it's it's tough out here, but as long as, um, you know, we don't give up and keep on grinding, you know, it's, it's gonna happen regardless. You know, it's, that belief, that faith in yourself is so key to that success. Like, it's just inevitable, it's gonna happen, you know? Right, um, you only gotta be right once, you know? reaction i think at this point like how you can turn it and either spin it in your favor or just walk past it even the industry is like as big as it is it's still so small like you'll circle around the same people like maybe a year later three months down the road so it's just like you know it all it's like a big web that just all connects exactly True. I mean, look at look at this right now. Like, I never would have thought. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my boo from Jersey and my homie, my broski. Hey. I met him in Florida, and it's like, boom, here That's we are. Crazy. I didn't even know you guys met in Florida, and like now I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. And it's if I think about it too, with Vanya too, when we met it was like in and out we weren't really like friends if you think about it because full sale was kind of like if you're not my friend i'm not talking to you i'm I get in the class leave because people were not really interacting with each other like a society like a college like a school it was more like mm-hmm. i'm here to grind i'm here to get my work in i want to get an album out <laughs> you know and you know it's good the grind was strong but i could tell there were some people that just had a desire and then that's when I met Vanya. And then we're like, yo, let's do something. She came to my crib one time, did a track. I think it was one take. Yeah, it was one take. And Literally. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I didn't touch that track for like 10, 11 months. She didn't ask me about it. I didn't think about it. I didn't care about it. I was just like, when it comes to me, it will come. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I got the lyrics. I recorded it. <laughs> then I was like, hey, it's on the, it's, on the, it's the, that was the last single I dropped before Colorful Sounds 2. And then I told Vanya, it's out. That thing hit. My Apple Music went up. I was like, North Carolina, what's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what it do? You know what I'm saying? That's when I was like, okay, let's see what this album does. And then it came out and I was like, okay, now I want to do a video. Now I want to do some scenes. Now I want to work it. And now I'm dropping this Friday. And it's like, now I have a chance to work with you two, Diaz. So Vanya has not heard it yet. (laughs) It's so crazy. Like I said, it's a big web and it's all interconnected. Insanity. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. You know we should do a track all three of us. 
No, you know, like, that's long overdue. <laughs> Literally. Just long on a track is, like, long, long overdue, but with some flavor, okay? Look at it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's lit. It's lit. That's For it. Sure. That's the thoughts right there. And what would be dope, now that I'm even thinking about it, it would be dope if we do, like, an EP... And you can have like each of you have your own singles, and then have probably two together, mm-hmm. mm. like yeah. a solid body of work. I, I, actually, the track. Wait, say that again. <laughs> no, that's a, not that, not that this is happening. Oh, actually, for real? Oh, okay. I have, yeah, I have to email it to you when we get off this call. Liddy, yeah. that's gonna be super fire. Oh, I love yes, how this worked out. Like, this, this track kind of like just it happened. Like it just happened, fell into my lap in a way. Like it was so weird. It's something out of my comfort zone that I wouldn't have like stepped into. Really? But I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a little more. I didn't know. That. I, I was like super pop. Like I'm like Spice Girls, mm. Natalie and Bruglia, Michelle Branch, like mm. pop. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so now this track is like super more like. It's just so R&B-ish. A mix between an Aaliyah kind of R&B and like new school Kalani R&B. But to segue my pop, popness in there. So for your voice being as creamy and like luscious as it is, oh my gosh, it would be like. (laughs) Ooh, I'm excited. I'm Mm. excited to hear about this. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. I think when you see talent and feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. 100%. I know that's right. The chemistry, too. Like, the energy is, like, something that just never dies. It's just transmitted. So it's, like, when you're in a room with someone, especially a studio, like, there's only so many places you can go in a studio. <laughs> and it's, like, the energy just has to be right. Otherwise, it just won't work. Mm-hmm. You'll hear it on the mic in the track. Exactly, mm-hmm. you know. Like it's so cool when you meet people that you can collab with. True, true. You That's can't collab it's... with everybody. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, you can, but sometimes it's like pulling teeth, and it just makes the process like less enjoyable. Whereas when it's effortless, it's like you know you have something magical. You know. Yeah. No doubt. That's real talk, right there. Honestly, and you know. <laughs> I know you remember, Fave, like at Full Sail all the times that they talked about don't be an asshole. True. <laughs> don't be an asshole because you never know who in the business is going to be, you know, basically bad-mouthing you and then who's going to want to work with you if they you have a reputation of being an asshole or being bougie or like, you know, like just not not being willing to to be a a good artist to go with the flow to to let you know creativity be king you know like um so i i gotta say dear that's that's on point right there you know like i i personally you know i've had opportunities to work with certain um people here like locally um but i was like you know what i'm not gonna work with this person because they over here just being crazy and it's just like you know, when you actually try to sit down and work on a track, you know, some people just, they don't know how to act. They don't know how to act. They gotta be, you know, like, 
basically in outer space all the time. And it's like, bro, I need you to be present right here. Okay? <laughs> we, we got a task at hand. Let's focus. You know? Right. You want to have fun? We can have fun later. But right now, like, this can be fun, but it has to be productive, too. So, facts. <laughs> yeah, for real. I know. It's like completion is, is a huge part of it. I used to record and, like, I would do maybe three sessions, four sessions for a song just to make sure in my head of what my idea of perfection is or finishing is, it's done that way. And then I realized like doing one session doesn't mean it's rushed. It just makes it a little bit more organic. But it's like there are those times where you are in a session with someone who's just like not there or just so lit that they can't, you know, hear everything that's going on and they do need that time to like step away refresh and come back but it's like you can't do that all the time you don't always have that luxury or the timing or the budget or just even the patience being that music right now is moving so quickly everything is like yeah music is like the next channel to your next voice next audience next response because now you can easily get your audience. Think about Spotify. There's so many artists dropping every day. Every single day. Like sometimes my brother tells me about some songs I've never heard. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that exists? You know? <laughs> so, so it's like, okay, this competition is stiff. Everybody's used to the sound that is circulating. But there's music outside that if we can tap into people in Australia will be liking our music and we don't have to worry about people five miles away from you, you know? So it's more like, what is your sound like? And it takes a long time to get your sound. And I know definitely both of you know what I mean. So it's like grinding, trying, it doesn't sound right. You put it out. Okay. You come back, but the good thing is that when somebody listens to that and listens to you now, they can respect you, appreciate, and really, really, like, be a fan, for real, for real. Because now they can see you started somewhere, you didn't give up, because some people give up and they're like, yeah, you know, no one's listening, okay, I got one like, and then you delete it. But that deleting is like, you don't care about yourself, that you don't really think somebody out of 7.8 billion people are gonna like it <laughs> you know so it's that rewiring that got me thinking i'm like hey you know if it sounds right to you if you can play that back if you can play that song in the shower if you can play it when you're way to a party <laughs> then you know that's the sound that's a vibe because somebody somewhere is gonna feel that too because you let an energy out you let an emotion out if you don't give the song what it needs it won't feed it back. So that's really what I've <clears throat> tried to realize. Even with this EP, it's more like a sequel too. Because it's I did the first one in 2017, 2016. And now I'm doing it. And I was like, this is the first time I'm doing it by myself. No features. And I was like, this is different. Because before I'd be like, hey, I want a verse. Hey, I want a verse. I'm like, I don't have time to be asking people for verses during this time. I don't know what people are doing. But... I was like, if there's a way I can connect the dots in a very subtle way and it still hits home, then the next track you'll be like, oh, so you want those vocals. How do you know? <laughs> you know? 
So it's that kind of remembrance. And I've realized that whatever sound you take out, it's always going to be remembered. So this podcast, people are going to listen to They're like, oh, remember, you know, September 21st, you know, 2020, we were trying to talk about this. And then now we're on tour talking about, yo, what's up, fans? <laughs> you know, it's going to be like a watch party. You know what I'm saying? So this is possible. So we just got to put it out there and let our voices speak out. We all have talents. We all have great sounds that people need to hear. And it just takes one person to like press play, <laughs> you know, and it's 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 a hit. So I'm excited about this. I don't know how this happened, <laughs> but this <laughs> is like it's full circle after full sale. Do you see it? You see how that works? Okay. You see how that? Okay. <laughs> nice <know>? one. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What would you guys want to know about? Because I'll probably, you know, post a question to one of you too. But like, I'll start. Like, what would you guys want to know about my music or journey that you probably haven't had a chance to find out? I want to know how you got into music. Like, how, like, you even, yeah, like, was music something that was brought on you as a child? Like, did someone in your family put you on? Was it just something you picked up? Like, that's something I'm curious about, because I always love to know, like, the origin. Like, what does music actually mean to you? Okay. Things like that. Nice. So, for me, like, for the record, my dad is a musician. So, he he's done tracks. Like, he does a lot of, he, he like, his inspiration is from God, and he writes lyrics. So, I've seen him make songs just like that. And I'm like, how do you make a song? Like, you know, people take time to write notes. I was in, I was doing some music theory. I hated it. I was like, I don't want to do music. But I was like, something in me was like, just take it in. And then when I was six years old, I just went to the drums and I started playing the drums. And I started playing the drums at six years old. And they used to like kick me out after church. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. So I kept going back. Eventually, I just started picking the sticks. Then six years later, I now went into the studio for the first time. And my dad, you know, if you check my Apple Music or Spotify, the very first album, 2005, scroll all the way back. <laughs> you will see it. It's called Thank You. I'm there on the drums and I'm playing. I'm like, like six years old and everything. And I was just enjoying music because it was a hobby. I didn't take it as a job. I didn't take it as a like stress. I was like, if I want to make lyrics, like the song that I played for you that's that's gonna drop <laughs> that song was made in the studio because on my way there I did not have the lyrics I had the melody I had the idea but I didn't have the lyrics and that was bothering me and I was like you know what when I get there it's gonna come out and it did exactly the way I wanted it to come out and that's the thing about music I don't I write but I don't write to write and speak and say oh okay no I meant to say I'm not going to switch my lyrics. If I have, sometimes I might read the lyrics. You know when you do like movies, like you're an actor, an actress, you know, in acting, it's all about your expression, right? So if you know the lyric is this, but you can express it better, then you can. So I use that as my pad and I use an app called Rhymer's Block. It has saved my life. <laughs> Rhymer's, Blo Rhymer's Block. Rhymer's Block. And you it, you, it shows you all the syllables, how it connects. It has a color coding as you type. It has a whole notepad. 
and you can be able to like really track what you're saying and how you're doing it so when i'm writing i'm feeling something and then and i said hey you know i want to do music and just build this into something big because i've always seen myself having a big music label for some reason i remember when i was a kid asking anyone in high school i was like i want to win a grammy one day <laughs> i want to win a grammy one day i didn't know what that meant then but it felt right because i said it and i was like okay you know i used to make beats too with like keyboards floppy disks you know I'd plug them in you know what i'm saying sequence old school you know sweet sequence them pop it back you know and i was like okay then i transferred that into a cd so it was fun it was a hobby for me it wasn't stress you know it was like okay new thing so as drums were hearing i was always hearing music and i was always picking up the drums so anytime i play the drums if you pick up the microphone i'm with you the whole way even though i've never heard your song before let's go it's karaoke time (laughs) you know so that's how i did it and music is just in in me so i built it and I was like, I really want to start doing stuff. So lyrics-wise, I didn't really know what to say then. I was just saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> Listen to my old lyrics. I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> but I think about it now, and I'm like, it's good I did that so I can laugh at myself and be like, yeah, now I know how to really articulate. But my, one thing I know for sure that I got on lockdown was the flow. So when I got my flow, because I played the drums, I started counting beats and bars in my, my lyrics. So I started now taking them like pauses, dynamics, yeah. all that stuff, the science of it. That's when I was like, okay, because if I play to that, to that, that's hello, hello, you know? So how do I put that in a song and pitch it so that it fits right? So those were the things I was using to just give myself some leverage. And then I, I listened to a lot of Timberland. Timberland is one of my top, 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 you know, Swiss beats, you know what I'm saying? Pharrell. You know the OGs, you know what I'm saying? Rick Rubin, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Dr. Dre, can't forget Drake, you know? So it's those things you listen to and you're like, damn, these guys are doing things big. So that was my motivation. And then I started pushing, then I came here and I'm like, now I want to do music for real, for real, <laughs> you know? So started meeting up with different people. Even before coming here, I, was, I worked at a radio station. So this whole podcast thing started like way back. People were like, oh, you have a voice. You should do late night shows. You know, Dr. Phil. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> like, where am I going to do that? But back then there was no podcast, you know, so I didn't really have that medium, but I had a message. So I put it in a song. So now I can put it both on a podcast and on a, you know, piece of paper so that's how i've built my music till now and now with this whole new sound it's something people have not really heard from me before so i don't know i'm excited for it it's a really cool new sound i was like oh i'm feeling this vibe i could see it on in like soundtracks i could see it on you know series like and then i can just hear it in the like on the radio thank you like a bunch of things like it's super different it's super cool appreciate it for real thanks thank you that's why i want to like i want to put us on you know like you all of us have this genius talent you know and that's the motivation if i didn't meet you vanya there would not be any track in that list you know to fill that gap you know so everything has to make sense because even when you build albums it's a it's a sequence you want to feel some type of way like when you hear this project even though you've heard the track separately 
from top to bottom it gives a different feel so yeah that, let me just leave it at that <laughs> yeah I want to know the same thing about you too what what brought you to music because I know you told me about back in the day how it started but what jumped what what was that fire desire that really like set off for you for both of you Ladies first, you know, anybody can go. I mean, you can go ahead, boo. Well, um, no, for me, it was more like I, I honestly couldn't tell you exactly what it was. My parents, I'm Jamaican, which is like Jamaican and American. So, uh, being a 90s baby, there was like a lot of American movies that I missed out on because my parents were foreigners, so they kind of were a little bit skeptical to the culture here. But a lot of the music they played was either like, you know, Bob Marley and certain reggae or like classics and Whitney Houston and Celine Dion. So that's what I grew up on. But there would be like certain songs that they would play. And I remember stopping as a kid like, wait, what is that? Like, what is that sound? And it would be certain keys that it was in or like certain instruments that I would hear, like a lot of string instruments would make like the hair on my neck stand up. And I remember being a child and being like, yo, why do I not want to play with my my Barbies right now? And why do I want to go over here, stand next to this stereo and just be like, why? I could never figure out what it was. And so I started taking piano lessons because my sister was taking, my older sister played, but I was able to like, play by ear. So any of the songs I heard that I really liked, I would just go over to the piano and start figuring it out. And for me, it just became a language. It literally became a language. I couldn't say I'm sorry as a kid. Like that was a hard thing for me as a kid, but I could write you a poem saying I'm sorry. (laughs) And I could write you a song. I wouldn't be the best handwriting, but I could do that. But and slide it under your door and leave it there and then recite it to you like a poem, but I could not just like, as a kid, be like, yeah, I did that, I broke that, I'm so sorry. No, I'd be like, broke that vase, sorry you're in pain. Like, I remember (laughs) doing that as either a rap or singing. Oh my God. It's just, that's like a simple action as a human that I couldn't do, but music allowed me to do it. So, realized like that was my comfort spot and you know you get nervous sometimes before you perform but like when I'm performing I'm good you know what I mean like I may get nervous before I walk into the studio but as soon as I get there I'm good it's so weird so once I learned like that was my comfort spot I was like oh this is my baby right here I'm not leaving this (laughs) (laughs) this is my bread and butter and my milk and cookies and I'm not leaving this so that was it for me but Nobody, other than my mom, like she sang in the church, and that was about it. Hmm. Wow. My little love language. (laughs) That means music is in you. That's so dope. That's That's dope. dope. What about you, Vanya? Um, I mean, music has always been a thing. Like in my family, I have a lot of um 
musicians in my family like that actually played like in Puerto Rico even my dad my dad used to play the congas um in clubs like in Puerto Rico in New York in New Jersey um and even over here in North Carolina when I was like really really young he played in salsa clubs and stuff and uh, I was worked at a radio station in Puerto Rico before he joined the Marines. Um, and like a lot of people on my mom's side, like they play the guido. I don't know um, how to say that in English, but <laughs> they play the guido. They play a lot of percussion, um, congas, drums. Um, I have a couple of singers in my family too, but they none of them pursued music like professionally. None of them did. Um, they all ended up like you know settling which their professions are all very important you know what i'm saying like a lot of them decided to become teachers which right now more than ever oh my gosh we need teachers um uh you know or like college professors or um you know they just got into other fields ministry like in the church and stuff um but ever since i was little like i just i don't know like I was just so fascinated with singing and like, you know, similar to what you said, Dia, like I would watch Whitney Houston on TV and my my thing was I taught myself how to sing, just copy copying, you know, the way that certain artists sang. Like I specifically remember Whitney Houston, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Um, I used to listen to certain Spanish artists too, um, Jerry Rivera, Elvis Crespo, La India, um, Mark Anthony, um, you know, all these, all these different artists, but I, you know, it was a very heavy influence of like hip hop and salsa at my, in my house growing up. And, um, you know, like my parents, when I was really, really young, they used to go to a lot of their friends' parties and stuff. And then eventually they got a little bit more into the church and just kind of like, um, stepped away from that. But I, I always wanted to sing like I always wanted to sing um, and then in middle school I started writing I um, you know I I kind of had a little bit of a rough childhood um, went through some things that um, I kept hidden you know mostly because my parents I could see how my parents really um, valued their reputation like not only like just in the community in general but really like in church and so like I I stayed quiet um, when certain things happened to me that were not okay you know um, and I just didn't have an outlet I didn't have an outlet I, I didn't know how to let it out and then I started writing poetry in middle school and I remember writing pages and pages and pages I mean of like heartbreak and like you know I remember people asking me like dang girl what you been through like you know and I was so afraid to like you know really open up and tell my story um you know and then when I moved to Jersey you know and I met you Dia you know we went to um what's his name um did you ever go to Ralph's house with me or was it was it Quan's house I feel like both of them sound so familiar Quan I don't remember. I I do know we did go. I think we went to one of them. It might have been Quan. Yeah, I think it was Taquan's house. Like I remember, you know, us going over there. It was crazy. Like even before, like when I met Taquan, 
he was going to this guy's house, this guy named Ralph, and crazy how I met Ralph because I had just moved to New Jersey from North Carolina. I didn't know a soul out there. And I remember it was such a culture shock to me, you know, growing up in the South and then going up North and, you know, I'm wearing Fat Farm shoes and apple bottom jeans and like, I got my hair in cornrows and I'm like moving to Morris County, New Jersey, where like most people wearing Sperry's and like polos and driving Audis and, you know, Beavers and shit. And I'm just like so out of place. Um, feeling like I was some little ratchet little girl <laughs> but I remember this guy um I don't even know how he got my number but he randomly called me one day and was like hey um you're the new girl in school right and I'm like yeah and he's like I heard you sing my my foster dad he he has a studio um you know I told him that, that you sing and stuff and we're looking for a female you know you're trying to come and I was like oh my gosh like what like <laughs> where did this come from so, <laughs> I remember telling my dad and my dad was like who and I'm like I don't know but dad please can I go can I go and that's I literally remember walking into his house and it was like eight dudes and me the little 15 year old me walking up in there scared as hell oh yeah Excuse me, and I remember um, Ralph talking about some, I right, play a beat, let's go. And I'm like, huh? You want me to freestyle? I'm like, I don't freestyle. I'll write you some right now. Nah, freestyle. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I tried, and he was like, okay, just sing a song that you know. <laughs> and I remember singing that song, and he was like, okay, I'm going to definitely work with you. And I just remember sitting with him, like, after school, certain days, like, for two, three hours, um, and him like telling me like you got 30 minutes to come up with a hook I'm gonna be right back and it was like military style like he literally was um, one of the few him and Quan actually got me to um, go from writing poetry to actually writing in song form so that was at 15 and then you know I remember us working on haters and all that stuff with, um, with Becca and stuff and then from there, I remember um, going to CCM and at the at the county college, like, you know, meeting some other people that did music and, you know, like doing a few a few gigs here and there in North Jersey. But, um, you know, then I I lost my focus and I was just kind of like, whatever, um, you know, just getting in trouble. And uh, I remember feeling like I had to come home. And so I left Jersey after like working on all these songs and stuff. I literally just stepped away from music and moved back home and um, literally like went through a whole transformation. And I had a lot of lessons to learn along the way. And then after learning all those lessons, it's like I felt like I had lost myself because I wasn't I had not worked on music for like over five years and. I was so depressed and I just remember like having the opportunity to go to full sale and I was like you know what what like what do I have what is holding me back here in North Carolina nothing nothing like I don't have anything here right now like I might as well just go and so I took that leap of faith and you know that's when I met you Faith. you know I, I was like you know finding myself again through my music and I, I finally learned how to like um, share my story in those songs you know and I'm, I'm still like little by little learning how to 
um, share my story through music because for me, music is not just a passion. It's it's my calling. Like I literally like without music and without God, like I have no I have no reason to be here. Like if I didn't have music and I didn't have God, like I would have been off myself. Like I'm I'm keeping it all the way hot with y'all. Like. Mm. I would have been off to myself, but, um, you know, God has kept me here and, you know, even though I've been through some really crazy shit in my life, I feel like that's the reason why he, um, you know, planted that, that seed, that gift in me of song. Um, you know, that's why I consider myself, like, if you look at my social media, you know, I consider myself a music storyteller, a multicultural activist, because, you know, I really do feel like I'm, I've been beat down over and over again to be a voice for the voiceless. You know, like I've been through things that a lot of people on the street been through. The only difference is that I got parents that were fortunate enough to make enough money to help me out, you know, to help me through certain things where other people don't have that blessing. And, you know, I feel like just with everything that's going on this year, I'm like, bro, like the way I love music, like it's time to just let it out, you know, to do something with it you know like why waste this gift um you know and a lot of people are like well you know you got to do it a certain way or you got to put out stuff that's popping you know whatever people want to hear and I'm like I mean you got a point um to a certain extent but at the same time I'm like bro like everybody has a love for music for a different reason you know and we we all have our own um, our own flair, our own style, our own story to tell. So it's like, you know, I think it's so awesome how we all have very, very different stories, but like, I feel like our styles mesh so well, you know? It's awesome. Mm, that's a deep one. Yeah. Mine is deep. Yeah. I don't know how to not be deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm talking about honest and authenticity like yeah and it just always brings just meaning it's just so much meaning i love it don't change (laughs) (laughs) just keep getting better but for real better 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 tell your story because it needs to be heard Mm -hmm. (laughs) you too girl shoot Girl, right here with you. Right here with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you guys think music is going to be like next year? Like music, the whole industry? Yeah, just think about the game. I just hope it doesn't get faster. It's about to Because, like... you know, it's like I just, I want to enjoy it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's moving so fast. There's certain things I'm not enjoying anymore. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, why? Everything is so fast. It's like mm-hmm. the TV that the shelves and then does it and then leaves nowadays. Mm. Like, I don't understand <laughs> where it's all going and where, like, where is everyone in a rush to? That's what I'm it's saying. It's flooded now. <laughs> I'm on island time, man. Like, where are we all? Going? I don't get it. She said island time. <laughs> <laughs> That's clutch. Like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, take a chill pill, you know? That's true, though, because you think about the music and you think about the quality, and it's not the same. People used to take their time to drop albums, like records, you know, plaques. So we still got those things because we still got people that stand for that. You know, the Kendricks, J. Cole's, Big Sean's, number one right now, Kendricks, Lil Wayne's, Drake's, Nicky's. You know, we still got them. And if we look at the way some people are taking their own music too, it's coming that way too. Because if you notice, every decade there's a new sound. Like 2010 was that Drake, Nicki Minaj, Vibe Vibe. Then there was that, that pop sound came into that you know mmg you know everybody was doing something it was that kind of like rawness then think about 2020 now and we're thinking about all these sounds and it's all eerie vibes it's it's synths it's it's new vibes and when you listen to music you think that people also use their voices as instruments now so mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it but not everyone can tap into it, but when you do it's it's crazy. I was listening to one of this um it was on genius.com and they were talking about Roddy Rich. I think he's a he's a really good vocal I can't remember his name, but he's a he's a vocal trainer. And he was talking about how even Roddy like he, his pitch, the way he does it is that even though he does it in a certain type of way, he goes an octave higher. So that pitch blend, those two variables, the dynamics, this is that's what music is all about. You can't be flat the whole way. So it's those kind of surprises. You're like, how did you hit that? You know? So those things keep music alive when there's context to it. And I think we, we got it because we have a story and think about the number of people that can say their story because they can't put it in a song. Just think about you now reverse. Just think about that. So it's like, we can now speak for them because we have a voice to share and because we can do it so well now it's more like okay we have a responsibility plus it's like we're so fortunate enough to have all this training and to like have natural raw talent as well and just even the time to develop it it's like why wouldn't we you know put it out Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah, so so next year's music is gonna be real competitive. It's gonna be real big. But I think the ones who make good music are really gonna stand out. That's this is now when you're really gonna know who's who, if that makes sense, you know? Because quality yeah. persevere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I I think it's definitely gonna be explosive next year. Like I just feel like everybody's gonna be like bing 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 bam. You know, like Hopefully it doesn't get overwhelming. Like, damn, I don't know what to listen to today because there's so much new shit. <laughs> Hi, Key. <laughs> Whose concert do I go to? Like, what? Having their concerts. <laughs> I get oh yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like pff, bananas. It's gonna be both virtual, physical. It's gonna be like rotation. It is. It is. Damn. Or just imagine being on tour or being in an stadium and then there's a zoom party going to or there's a live streaming going on so you have more in audience <laughs> you know Man, it's, it's like the teletubbies like we're gonna be walking around with onesies on that have screens <laughs> talking to you. you're gonna be like yeah that's my bro <laughs> yo <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
good one. Get real, man. I'm serious. And the craziest part about social media, just based on just on the branding perspective, I've realized that every social media platform is going to take about twelve hundred percent in video content. So if you're the more creative you are, the more chances you're being seen, the better your your sound is going to be out there. So more people are going to be creative with their videos and that's one thing i haven't tapped into all the songs i have if i had videos for each album i don't know where i'd be today but i think i was just like nah videos i don't want to mess up you know i don't want to take it because i'm think because i also like script write videos i direct them you know so i when i make my music i know this is what i'm seeing in my head so if i can feel it then this is what i'm gonna interpret it if i can't do it now i won't do it at all and that's how it's been and now it's like oh now i got a now i got a sequence <laughs> you know and now people can Thanks. plug in and yeah and i definitely can't wait to see you guys on like a set you know on tour that's what i see and i keep saying this thing is because i'm speaking them into existence one it sounds scary but it's it's the truth <laughs> you know so amen amen so this playroom has been real lit. Um, I I can't wait to hear more, and we should do this more often. And when we get a chance to, because at some point we're going to be talking about our music and going deeper, and you know other topics too, because I'm sure people want to know more about us and not just our music, you know. So this is where the connection taps in, and then. You really find your fans and true people connection. Yes, yes. I'm super excited and I'm so happy. Like, I didn't know this was the surprise. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen you, boo, in so long. Like, just, just you know, like, seeing your face, like, aside from social media, like, it's, it's so refreshing. I'm like, yes. It's crazy <laughs> how many times, like, I think when I met you, like, the season when I met you, too, like, I'd seen you so often, especially because we were working together, too, and then, like, to just go to not seeing you, and it was crazy when I moved down here, I was like, I'm two states away from her, like, that's <laughs> insane, I said I'm closer to her than I've been in a long time, I have to reach out, and it was just so crazy that I reached out to you recently, and then Fave actually reached out to me on Instagram. And it was, like, so random. I was just like, this is God's plan, and I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit here and be quiet because it's just insanity how it all kind of just, like, fell together. So, no, thanks for letting me be part of it tonight. And I'm so happy you got to be on for the surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This surprise was in the works for, for a while. This was worth yeah. it. This night, is, yeah. yeah, it had to happen. I didn't know when because it was supposed to be yesterday, then Friday, then last week. Yeah, that you guys. Timing is just <laughs> perfection because it all unraveled how it was supposed to. Exactly. Literally. That's why I don't force anything. <laughs> you know, you can't force nature. You know, just do See? your part. Nature. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah guys so this has been a good one the playroom is gonna get hotter we're gonna have some crazy topics some 
amazing, you know, information, you know, just catch up, you know, because some people really need to understand that, yeah, we, we can speak out. <laughs> we can we can really say some things, you know, and then from there you can pick up from those notes because some people just need to know that, hey, if you got a voice, if you're trying to be like, nobody's going to care about my music, somebody will. And when they do, you're going to have so much confidence in yourself that you'd be like, damn, I wish I did this earlier. You know, so it's never too late, though. It's never too late. I believe it. I believe it. It's never too late. Can't give up. Got to keep going as long as we breathing. Ain't no reason to give up. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, what are y'all about to do this week before we go? Is anything in the works for y'all? I got a couple sessions, a couple collabs, actually, since I'm just getting my feet wet in Atlanta. Me. New studios. I think I'm going to go to the Spotify studio out here on Thursday. Woo, woo, woo. Let's do it. Okay. Super excited. Hey. What about you guys? Um, I, uh, you know, I'm working my, my day job, eight to six. <laughs> um, get that, get that bread. Stack it up. Paying, uh, paying this, this mortgage and taking care of my two fur babies. Um, but also, you know, definitely this weekend, I do plan on spending some time, um, in nature that's usually where i find um, the most inspiration and you know just kind of getting some writing out and trying to figure out you know um what direction i want to take um my music in because i have been kind of wavering between um i guess two different personas for my brand and um I don't know. I, I know I gotta decide eventually, at least to start. You know, I can always evolve, but I definitely gotta make sure that my brand is a one. And for those who don't know, y'all better check out Faves courses because he know what he talking about when it comes to branding, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to your artistry. So you already know here at We Don't Play. We don't play when it comes to the business, but then after hours we do a little play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called work and play. You gotta do both. You know, you gotta balance the curve. So if you don't, you're gonna burn out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the whole nice. motto. Yeah. So definitely this week, um, I have another week round. Something just told me just try and do like a live training on email marketing like let me see what people really do and to my shock i was like people actually have questions so i was like i bet let me show you guys how i did this and this and god is good so it's just a lot of connections and putting the puzzle together and then of course using that too for the music so i did it for an artist shout out to jp and um, this week too, 
we actually got on a, I was on a call with him and I told him, yo, I got to be on a podcast in a bit. I'm going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> so he's in Houston. So we're just, you know, vibing. He's doing well. And he had an amazing release party. And he was like, yo, Favor, I know we've been friends, but we've never had a chance to work together because I've known him since back in 08, like kids. And he was wow. like, you know, I know the family and everything and we, we cool. So, and I lived in Houston too. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's squad, you know? So I was like, you know, let me see what we can do. And he, he was like, yo, favorite, I believe in you. Let's do it. So I said, yo, this is what we got to do. Let's start like this. The thing went up. I did, my phone blew up that day when he dropped and I was like, oh, that's what happened. So it's not only me. Okay. This thing works. So email pushing marketing. And now, especially now that you talked about the courses, I'm going to tell you all now that there's going to be a Spanish edition. So you guys better get your Latina, you know, your your lingo. You guys got to get that going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's about to be lit, you know. And another thing I want to really bring out is like the entertainment side of it, like how to sing, how to put things together. Because people are asking, how do you sign a contract? You don't know. Do you need a manager? How do you get on Apple Music? I used to ask those questions. I used to be like, how do you get on Apple Music? I didn't know the answer. Nobody would tell me, but now I'm like, huh, so this is what happened. So it's like a a curve. And now, look, at the end of this week, new music is dropping. I've not announced it. If you heard on my podcast or email, that's the only place you're probably going to hear it till it drops. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Videos are going to be coming soon, too, because I'm, I'm definitely, yeah, both of us, we are going to be on some screens. Like you said, Teletubbies, yeah, they're going to see some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We're going to see your face on someone's bodysuit, like a Teletubbies. <laughs> I'm just going to drop, boom. <laughs> That's Times Square right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, y'all are the best, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh classic <laughs> oh damn that was really nice catching up with y'all this was a good surprise thank you for tuning in you know I was like I was trying to you know when you do like surprise parties and you have to check if everybody's okay like 30 minutes to time I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, nobody's picking up the phone. <laughs> I know. I literally, so like right before you called me, I just put my phone on the charger and I was like, yo, I can't take it off the answer right now. I was like, I'll call you in two minutes. Cause if I pick up, it will probably die on the charger. <laughs> it was like on one person. I was like, oh man. Oh man. <laughs> It's all good though. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna yeah, let you guys enjoy the night. You know, we have another day to catch. It's been a late night show, and very soon, you know, we could probably bring on this and because there's a podcast premium version too, if you guys didn't know. And that's where it really gets hot. So it's it's another side of the curve. But for now, we're gonna keep it real. We're gonna keep it popping. And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night. The week is starting strong, and I think this is a good way to kick it off. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I hope y'all do too, man. It, it gets a little a little hard in these streets, but you know, we just got to keep going. 
keep going and just uh, keep that faith up. Stay prayed up. <laughs> for right, real. Having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming to the playroom today. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Definitely not the first, not the first time. Cause ooh, I'm excited to see you again. <laughs> yes. This is where we make things happen. You already know. Facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Till next time. Till next time. Peace let me, out. Peace out. Let me stop recording. Boom. <laughs>